Wait a minute, I hear something. Good day to you people, what's going on? Welcome back to Dr. Movie, the show that's happening while I'm driving down the road, heading to work uh, early this morning, and uh, continuing on with our Jaws saga, we finally reached Jaws 4, and you can already hear it in my voice, I'm not really a fan of this movie. You know, I went along with it for part two, where the shark comes back to the same neighborhood, causes the same kind of trouble. It's just hard for me to go back to it again, especially when we've already taken it and moved it somewhere else. And, uh, you know, this is, what, four four years later, after Jaws 3, we decide to follow it up with, uh, with this one. I'll be honest with you. Besides the viewing of, of, of what I just recently watched it just to do this show, I've never sat through the whole thing. I never could. I'd always have to turn it off. I, I never could make it through this one in one setting. Uh, so, yeah, we are talking about Jaws 4 or Jaws the Revenge. And uh, if I want to or not, we're going to talk about it. Directed by Joseph Sargent. What did Joseph Sargent do? Uh, he did Taking a Pelham one, uh, one, two, three. Great movie. Uh, the original, nineteen seventy four. Uh, the remake's not bad either, but the original one was fantastic. Uh, White Lightning, MacArthur. I mean, so he's he's done he's done some more legit films, and I think you can tell that because this movie's not made badly. I think he did the best of what he was given. Because I think it's shot really well. You got good acting in it. It's just a bad idea. (laughs) Really. I mean, that's what I think. Anywho. um, Let's see. uh, Synopsis here. Good grief. What a synopsis. Uh, (laughs) The family of widow Ellen Brody has long been plagued by shark attacks. Really? They have been? Since when? Because this whole movie is about them being attacked by a shark. Why have they been plagued by it? Long been plagued. I don't get that. Uh, I guess maybe when they were kids. Okay, I get it. All right. And this unfortunate association continues with their son is a victim of a, of a massive great white. And morning, uh, in mourning, Ellen goes to visit her son, Michael in the Bahamas, where she meets charming Hoagie Newcombe, which is Michael Caine. I'm Michael Caine. Uh, as Ellen and Hoagie begin a relationship, a huge shark appears off the coast of the island, and Ellen's trouble with the Great Whites... Uh, with the Great Whites begin? Again. Begins again. Uh, so I got a little crazy with this one. The, the, the spellings are off. The words are wrong. Anywho... Uh, yeah, uh, it's, it's well documented that Roy Schneider hated being in, even in the second one, right? He did not want to do part two, which I get it. 
it's kind of ridiculous for the same thing to happen again like it did, right? But he did anyways, and I'm thankful that he did. And, you know, he didn't really phone it in. Even though he absolutely hated making the movie, I still think his performance is great. But there's no way we're going to get him back for another one. But the only way that we're going to make this movie happen is to try to give some familiarity to the story, right? Let's face it. If they do a remake of Jaws, guess where we're going to be? Amity, right? We're not going to make it somewhere new because people want the, the, the original aesthetic of the story. So, same thing here. We have to uh, go back and, and uh, revisit it again, right? So, that's where we're at, folks. <laughs> like it or not. 1987 horror thriller. Uh, let's see uh, why to watch. Thrilling, violent, and terrifying. Is it? I mean, really? Okay. I don't know. It is a wonderful film with a great introduction to the genre for new fans. Actually, it's essential viewing. I think they stole this one from part two. Let's see. This movie is past my expectations, plus it had a menacing score, which I personally like more than the original score. Yeah, whatever. Uh, here's me. Just unreal. There you go. Uh, this one says, I just I get butterflies thinking of back to that Christmas Eve night when I was first skimming through it. Uh, yeah, I don't know about that. So, uh, our cast? Boy. We do have Lorraine Gray in this. Or Gary. Lorraine Gary. Gary? I thought it was Gray, but anywho. Uh, playing Ellen Brody, who she's played in, you know, part one, part two, and now this one. We got Michael Caine as Hoagie. We got Lance Guest, the last Starfighter, playing Michael Brody in this one. So it's funny, he kind of de-aged. Instead of being Dennis Quaid, he's now Lance Guest. Um, we got Mario Van Peoples, people, <laughs> and uh, playing a Jamaican dude. I don't recommend that. <laughs> but anywho, that's what we got. Uh... Is there anybody else worth bringing up here? Mitchell Anderson plays Sean Brody, the younger brother. Uh, Melvin Van Peoples is in this for a little bit. That's pretty much it. Um, yeah, this movie, I just have a hard time with it. I do think the, the opening kill of Sean is pretty good. You know, uh, but you would just think... You know, Sheriff Brody's dead. He's had a heart attack and he's died. But his wife says that the shark killed him because, you know, he, he was so distraught with sharks entering his life that it killed him. That's a stretch. But anywho, it really comes down to we couldn't get him to come back and be in the movie, so we need him dead so she can have this relationship with Michael Caine. <laughs> and, yeah, uh... The brother gets killed, which I think is pretty good, right? Even though it it don't really kill him, it rips his arm off, right? We never see anything else happen to him, but I guess he just bleeds to death because it's Christmas Eve or whatever, and he's out on the boat, and the shark attacks him, which, again, that part looks pretty decent. It's not bad. And uh, 
it just kind of rose from there. So with his funeral happening, uh, you know, <laughs> when Lorraine is standing there at at the uh, at the funeral, well, she does get the flashback when he's a kid. I love that she has these flashbacks in this movie of stuff that she wasn't even there to see. <laughs> Like Sheriff Brody when he's, you know, sinking in the boat and he shoots the shark. Well, there's nobody else out there but him. But she has the flashback and can see it, right? Uh, there's two or three things like that that she sees and you're like, wait a minute. There was nobody else there when that happened. <laughs> so, you know, I don't know. The, the, the whole idea of this just kind of, I don't know, just took me out of it. Uh, and plus... I'm sorry, this shark just does not look good. It looks like the shark at Universal Studios. It just does not look good, folks. Um, matter of fact, some of the movies I'm going to follow this up with, I would even say the shark in those look better than the shark in this one. And they're knockoffs. Um, <clears throat> it operates well. <clears throat> but the whole concept, again, of a shark knowing that you know, that she's going to leave and go move and live or stay at the Bahamas with her other son and the shark follows her there. I just, I'm, I'm sorry, folks. I just can't, I can't do it. I just can't do it. I mean, it, it's, it's just as ridiculous as some of the other stuff I know, but I really have a problem where it's even like in the last Indiana Jones movie where, you know, they get captured by the bad guys and then they talk about where the next artifact is and then when Indiana Jones and his work partner or whatever leave you know they go the opposite direction as far as you know where they said that the next artifact was so the bad guy sees them leave and he just sees them in binoculars and they're, they're stuck they can't go anywhere for a while until another boat comes along but they instantly know that they went to Italy. I mean, I, I just have a problem with that, right? So how's a shark going to know that Lorraine is going to be in the Bahamas? Think about how far the Bahamas is from Avenue, New York. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's just ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. The fact that the shark would have, an, uh, uh, you know, wanting revenge on a family. Why? Because another shark got killed in the first movie. I mean, it's it's almost the Scream 2 scenario, right? Well, I'm the mom of the person that you killed in the first movie, even though he was a serial killer. And, uh, yeah. I'm I'm upset and and uh, I want revenge. Is it really any different here? I mean, do we know that this shark is even related to the original shark? Because this time it's personal. For a shark to know one person from another, we can't even do that in real life. I mean, we have trouble recognizing people on a day-to-day -day basis. Sharks are not the smartest animals. How's a shark going to know a bloodline <laughs> of a family and the family tree to know that, you know, 
one time before my mom or dad or whatever Bruce was almost ate this kid. I just don't get it, folks. I really don't. It's just a bad excuse to make this movie. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, of course, it, 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 it does its thing and it haunts their dreams and they have nightmares of being eaten by the shark and it's all this stupid stuff. And then you you get the scene where Mario Van Peebles knows how to track the shark and they put a tracker on it and they to kill it they end up putting this device on it that drives the shark insane and every time they flash this light it makes the shark jump up and squeal like a dinosaur <laughs> which is ridiculous and they kill it by impaling it on the end of a sailboat it's got a long you know piece of wood on the front of it sticking out I'm sorry folks I just can't do it I just I don't know it's a terrible movie I don't I really don't like anything about it except I think the acting is pretty good because of who's all in it but it's a long drawn out who cares story there's not enough shark action and when you do get the shark action you're like really this this uh, this is not good so uh, that's that's kind of all I got on this one I'm not a fan of Jaws 4 I only watched it again for this reason of just trying to do a show you may like it. Again, I may be bashing your favorite movie, and I'm sorry. I just, it just don't do it for me. Uh, it's just not good, folks. It's just not good. The concept is just so far-fetched, I just can't get behind it. And I like far-fetched stuff. But this one, I just can't get behind, man. Uh, I give this a... I'm going to give it a 1 out of 5. I just don't like this movie. I don't want to see it again. <laughs> uh, but that's uh, that's pretty. Much, I, I will say the Mario Van Peoples getting, you know, it should have been his death scene. Looks pretty dang good. I will say that. That that shot of the shark works. It looks good. But the fact that he doesn't die, <laughs> and the shark pretty much just grabbed him. On it, like on his whole side. I mean, just how do you survive after that? I don't know. But anywho, uh, I mean, we didn't want him to die, right? We want everybody to live. Yeah, whatever. Anywho, that's uh, that's my thoughts on this one. Let me know what you think. Uh, but yeah, just not for me, folks. Uh, but again, if you're a Jaws completist, I guess you have to see it, right? All right, folks. That's it for this one. We will check you later.